Welcome back to Conversations with Coco and Friends. I'm your host, Coco, aka Katrina Smart. Every episode, I'll be having real conversations with the people who inspire me. We go deep and we go there. And I've got my girls with me. This podcast is co-hosted by two of my friends who I happen to also work with. Cleo is a kick-ass producer and a problem solver. And Pilar is an insane director and social media manager. We hope you enjoy these conversations as much as we enjoy having them. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is the most significant early memory that stands out for you about your hair? I say get mine getting done every week by my auntie Judith, like, and having to sit. I have so much hair, and sitting there, and she did her best to like entertain me in the tub, and she'd detangle it, and it would hurt so much. And then she'd have to sit there, and she couldn't just put it in like a couple braids because I was living with my grandparents at the time, so it would have to be like small cornrows or single braids, and it would take like a whole day, and you're just. I'd be like sitting there trying to be like strong because you're like three being like, <laughs> it hurts. And you do like the little. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's that's my shit. Just sitting forever to get my hair done. God bless you, Auntie Jude. Auntie Jude's knew what was up. She really did. Literally, my first hair memory is sitting underneath my parents' dining table, cutting my own bag. <gasps> Oh, oh babe, like, yang. You all, we went from bowl cut <gasps> to like shoulder length, and then I'm under the table fully oh, yeah. cutting my bangs. Yeah. I don't even like. Why was that a thing? I don't know. Oh my <laughs> god, that. <laughs> and there's actually a picture my mom has, like in her album. I, I think okay, my find sister it. cut bangs too. It's right? a thing. It's, it's like my thing. sister did too. It's, it's like I got this. She cut her two single braids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the two front single braids. She cut them right. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> then it's uneven on either yeah. side, so you go shorter, shorter, shorter. What do you do with two single braid bangs? Like, I got this. <laughs> Too good. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what about you, Coco? Like, the tragedy hair thing was being, like, on a boat, getting ice cream and getting that ice cream with the bubble gum in it. Oh, mm-hmm. iconic. And then, yes. And then chewing it, and Disgusting. somehow the bubble gum got in my hair. <gasps> And the only thing you can do is cut that yeah. out. There's no, there's no two ways about this. What? How did, I don't know how, but it happened. And I know there's a boat and there was bubblegum ice cream and it ended up in my hair. I promise you <laughs> never have bubblegum ice cream again as yeah, long as you live. Never. What do you guys feel like you understand about black hair and how its value has been perceived in, main, in mainstream culture when, when we were younger? 
Uh, I don't know about culture. I know for sure, like growing up, going back and forth to Jamaica, like that idea of good hair. Mm -hmm. That was always kind of like, what the way she has good hair, you know, this kind of thing. And it would drive my father up the wall. Mm -hmm. Just because when you say just because our hair was, I guess, softer. Yeah. um, And straighter. It had more value and that it was good and that we were lucky. And it really bothered him because clearly his mother and his sister, they have 4C. Like, like yeah. you know, they don't have that. And that means that it's not good. And he remembered and he told us stories about his sister having to, not having to get, but like to keep up, it would be that you would get your hair permed and the pain of that. And so, you know, we didn't have that hair, but he really hated the fact that, that ours was considered good. And then for, like further along in life my hair changed when i had got my period um and my hormones changed my hair went from almost like um it was black and almost asian i don't know how to say that Mm -hmm. in a better way but very very shiny yeah and straight and when i got my hormones changed it got like big and frizzy Mm -hmm. and and when you're you have bad skin and now you have this big fluffy mop (laughs) that you don't know what to do with and my mom took me to like this fancy hair salon John Steinberg and Associates, I'll never forget, and got me, a, on my insistence, of course, a bob with bangs. Oh, no. And let me tell you, when they put a flat iron to it, it looks Cute. fab, right? I'm like, so chic. like. And then then I wash it on my own. It's like, mm. what the, what happened here? Mm. Yeah, I look like a big mushroom. Oh, no. <laughs> and you think, too, when you're younger, like, you don't take care of your hair the way that oh, no. we do no. now. Sun in? Oh, my God. Anybody? Sun- <laughs> Everybody wants that blonde. Bleach in a bottle. You just sprayed it and everybody's like, we're going to have blonde hair. Just go out in the sun. Everybody had orange hair. Oh my God. But but still loved it. Like no (laughs) one was like, do not use that sun in. Oh, I love that memory. Sun in, it hurts. What about you, Clay? I've gone through many phases of this. I feel like I realized at a certain point when I started taking care of my own hair. So I was like 12 when I stopped wearing braids. And then because my aunt just couldn't keep up. So then my mom, who... God bless her, could not do my hair. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I will take you to a salon who can. Mm -hmm. And that's when we started like relaxing my hair. I had a few like kind of kitty perms when I was a kid, but it was nothing like what they do because my aunt's like, I just need it to be a little bit less. And then I would go to the salon and I'd get my relaxer and I had long, quote unquote, good hair when it was relaxed. It was long. I never needed weave. It was poker straight. It was the thing that like, it was like a shining glory thing. And but when I tell you guys like to sit in that fucking chair and have that relaxer, I had had relaxer dropped on my face. I've had like full chemical burns on my face. I would sit there picking actual scabs out of my hair for weeks after a relaxer. And I and I'd like my knee would bounce. I would turn like magenta because you have to leave it on. So I understood very early that like this was like just part of the game and like you want to have your hair straight because when you go for a job interview, like people are going to be more appeal, like they find it more appealing. And I wore my hair straight and I'm telling you, I relaxed that bitch religiously until I was probably 23. Yeah. And I was like, this is it. So that's, that's how I understood it. Like it wasn't nice to have curly hair. And I didn't even know I had curly hair, to be honest with you. Like I knew rationally my hair was curly, but I didn't know what it looked like. So I'd always had a chemical straightener in it. Right. I find it so crazy to think now, even in today's day and age, you feel like 
not put together if your hair is not done. Like mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. say to these two, I'm like, no, my hair is not done. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Or like before we go out somewhere, yeah. yes. or before we have a big client presentation with yeah. a corporation, it's like, I have to do my hair. Like that is always at the forefront. Oh God, same. I and, and I almost feel like still, even though I know all of these things yeah. are fake and created to make us buy things mm-hmm. and feel a certain way. I still like, it's a, it's a big struggle to be like, okay, I, well, I have to put my hair up or yes. I have to tie it back because it's too greasy and I can't wear it out. And like, you, you don't feel as prepared unless your hair is fresh and like ready to go. It's true. And you feel self-conscious. Like, yeah. it's like, if you do a slick pony or something, you're like, oh my God, is my pony yeah. like, you know, is it, is it right? Like, yeah. I just like, yes. like yeah. everything that I do is revolves around my hair schedule in the sense yes. that like, if we're going to a party on Friday night and I know that, I know that three days before that, because I don't like first day hair, I have to wash my hair, then I have to sleep on it. And if it doesn't work out the way I want it to, it's going to fuck with my vibe. Like 100% I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Ooh, I hate that. And it's so funny. We were just away in Turks and even Hala, she had washed her hair and her hair had like these, it was beautiful, like beachy kind of wavy. I'd never really seen it like that. I'm like, oh my God, your hair looks so good she's like yeah i would only do this if we were on vacation i would never wear my hair like this to the office it just doesn't feel as professional or put together and i totally understand that like when my hair is like i you guys now have probably have never seen my hair like when it's out out like it's like a halo of hair <laughs> and and you know i i learned at one point to kind of put some mousse in it to kind yes of give it the a little bit more phase. more definition but like I've completely stopped that because it's yeah. just, I just feel messy, which is horrible. I, I know. Think. I know. Recircling back to this term of good hair. How do we feel like it's changed over time? Have we seen advances in this idea that your hair can be curly and you can still feel put together? I think there's language around it now. So I think that that people have fought back against it. And I think really on um, the George F- Floyd after his, unfortunate murder um things have changed where people have finally said you know that you've said that i'm unprofessional because i wear my hair in a natural style i think we're nowhere near getting through it Mm -hmm. but i do think it's a topic of conversation chris rock actually did a really really good documentary some people think some people have problems with it but i do think it's very interesting to watch so if you want to learn a little bit more about the like the history of black hair very interesting um and all of the profits that come from telling black women that they have bad hair it is wildly it's a wild ride you should watch it i think the good hair conversation is so interesting because it's we've gone so you're right like i've been so i've been natural quote unquote meaning i don't haven't relaxed my hair for now about 10 years and what's happened is there's like a new form of good hair especially like as someone who has curly hair um, because again, we're still ascribing to like Eurocentric beauty standards. Mm-hmm. And now we're ascribing to Eurocentric beauty standards that are steeped in the recreation of like what black beauty is by white women. Okay. Mm-hmm. So even with having curly hair, like the number of women who talk to me, I'm like, oh my God, but you have like good curls. Mm-hmm. You have like the nice curls. And I talk about this a lot. Like it's called curl envy. And one thing I learned quickly when I, when I went natural and started wearing my hair curly, it took for fucking ever to figure out what I liked. But 
envying other people's curls was the fat is the fastest fucking way to hate what you have because you, you your hair is your hair. Like mm-hmm. there's things that you can do to like manipulate it, of course. But I think that this like there's a new good hair thing. Yeah, that's like a subset of having hair that wasn't considered good hair. Right. And it makes me sad. And I, and I know why people get like this, because especially if you wear your hair straight and you wear it curly for the first time, curly hair just doesn't do what you want it to do when you yeah, want it to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, weird question, because I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the same hair that you have. What Do you think relaxing it for so long actually helped your hair develop these kinds of curls? Because maybe, mm-hmm. like when you, you, you were super, super young, did you ever see it when it wasn't? So there's no way to tell, but I don't think so, because... We didn't know how to style my hair like that when I was young. So, you know, when I take out like my when I take out my twists or when I'm like brush my hair out and you guys are like, oh, my God, it's crazy big. That's what my hair was like when I was little. So to get it to be curly the way that it is now, there's like specific techniques that I use. And so, no, I don't think the relaxer changed my hair. I do know for sure it's changed parts of like my scalp. So the hair grows funny in some places. Mm -hmm. So in this front piece of my hair. Um, which is like right at the widow's peak, this whole part is so damaged, like my actual scalp from from the lie that the curls, it's not actually curls, just fluffy, which is why I like finger coil that. And it's from repeated, like it'll never go back to what it was. So, yeah. Let's have a conversation about beauty standards when it comes to hair and more specifically how it ties to whiteness. You know what I find interesting? One of the things on TikTok that like comes up is there's like these stitches that happen where like white women will be like, "Uh, why can't I wear my hair in box braids or not even box braids? They're like they call them boxer braids or whatever they call them, meaning like single braids or cornrows. They're like, I wear my hair in protective styles. And then they will these like crazy, not crazy, but like these off out of pocket white women will be like, look at these black girls with straight weave in their hair. Like they're stealing white people's hair. Um, that uh, is not the same, ma'am. <laughs> like, literally, what are you all. saying? In no way, shape, or form. At all. Like, it's like it's like reverse racism. It yes, is. Like, exactly. Guys, if if racism doesn't have power behind it, it kind of negates the whole story. So it doesn't exist. I'm sorry. I know you would love for it to. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you can not. be mad. But trust me, you don't want that. No. no. And I think there's like this people want to be like there's like I call it the oppression Olympics. But like everybody wants to like be part of everything. And particularly, in my opinion, when it comes to things like protective styling or things like dreads and things that people who are not either Rastafarian or black or anything are doing, they're like, well, I want to do this. Some shit's not for you. Yeah, And that's OK. And that's cool. There's a lot of shit that's not for us. Like so everything? much. <laughs> everything (laughs) no exactly and i think the beauty standards growing up all you were seeing was garnier commercials Mm -hmm. with girls with smooth straight hair l'oreal kids commercials smooth blonde hair Mm -hmm. like again going back to the can i touch your hair (gasps) no one's going up to a blonde girl asking if they can touch their hair my mom has gorgeous hair like when when it's like styled yeah. she like it's very it looks it's like a weave yeah. it looks like a weave because it's just like your hair <laughs> yes yeah and people go up to her like I literally know. i've been next to her and it's like why yeah like that's so fucking weird and for for people who don't know p your mom is 
<laughs> because he is very white passing so yes. we're all very clear yes. on this I was gonna say I'm like everyone's like all of us advocate for black women and we are all surrounded by black women yeah. my mother is black from the Dominican yeah. Republic my father is Snow White <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of have like you know dark features but my I get freckles because my dad mm-hmm. has some Irish in him so I don't necessarily look as though my yes. mother is black, yes. but she is. Yeah. There you go. Shout out, mama. That touching your hair shit, though, like. Oh, and being a friend of also Cleo, because everywhere we go, everywhere <laughs> we go, even like, like, I mean, the most of like well-meaning people that are friends mm-hmm. with us. I'm like, are you fucking? She's going to do it. And the way I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to do it. She's going to ask if she can touch Cleo's hair. She's going to do it. I know she's going to do it. She's going to do it. And and people just do. They do it. And the. And the way you have to be gracious about it, too, because like, that's the shit. And I'm so happy you say that because I know you see it happen because people I, I, don't I, believe me. Like when no, they're like, we, no, we, we were I'm in like, the washroom the other day with a friend oh my of God. mine who owned owned a salon for a very long time. And literally she was asking Cleo about her hair. <laughs> and I looked at her <laughs> with a wig. I don't think Cleo could see it because I was looking. At, I was like, because I had a feeling she was a little bit intoxicated. I had a feeling she was about to say because she's asking her about her curls yeah. and the next thing is like can i touch it and i'm looking at her and she <laughs> she stopped and swooped she swooped she was like okay i'm not gonna do it because i was like if, I go, I, I, in my mind i'm like i cannot save you if you ask her if you can touch your hair she can say whatever she wants now yeah. don't ask her All bets are off, guys. oh my anyone god anyone listening please do not don't ask ever someone and for those of you who don't know one last time for the people in the back it is not okay to touch someone's hair. And and Cleo, do you want to tell them why? Oh my God. There's many reasons. First of all, I'm not a dog. No, we're not dogs. Like, and I think there's a piece that comes with it. Like some people will ask. So first of all, just don't even ask because we're not animals. I've never thought to ask someone to touch their hair. It's fucking uh-huh. incredible. I've never in my life thought to ask someone that question. But it, like, you're right. They cannot help themselves. But first of all, I guess if you need to ask, but when people say no, the answer is no. Like, and don't just don't like it also comes. It goes back to like the roots of the way that like black people were in like freak shows and circuses. Like you're looking at these people. It all has history in that. And it all matters. So just don't just refrain. Just be like, hey, you have nice hair and then leave them alone. Even if you think about it, like, when you do your hair and you're out somewhere, you put effort in doing your hair. Why would you want someone's hands where you know what you don't know where they've been in into the hair that you spent all this time doing, regardless of whether it's a weave or a wig or, or your anything. natural or whatever it is. It's just not something I don't I mean, that's like reserved for you and your lover to run <laughs> yeah. run, run your fingers through hair. It's just not It's very much like think about it like would you go up to someone and be like, Can I put my finger in your nose? It's like the same yeah. it's literally the same thing. Like yeah. But because we th- we think it's hair and, oh, it's beautiful, you th- it's guised in this idea of it being like a compliment to be like, oh, it's so nice that someone would want to be like, oh, look at your nice hair. It's not a compliment. It's not. It's disgusting and it's weird. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Our hair is an integral part of our identity. With endless styling options, you need a tool as versatile as you. Here on The Co., we love brands that promote inclusivity, and the Shark Hyper Air has power and versatility for all hair types. Straight, wavy, curly, and coily. The Shark Hyper Air comes equipped with intelligent heat control measures that ensure consistent temperature and air distribution for quick, even drying. This means you'll never have to worry about extreme heat damage. Plus, it features a negative ion generator that increases smoothness and shines while decreasing frizz and flyaways. Finally, you'll have one tool that seamlessly transitions with you through whichever look you're serving, and we love that for our co's. Can you all explain creamy crack (laughs) and its detriments? For those who don't know, Cleo. (laughs) So creamy crack is just another word for relaxer, and hair relaxer is a lye-based chemical that you put on your hair and it relaxes the curls. So, you know, it's basically the antithesis of, uh, well, I call it a white people perm because sometimes we call relaxer perm too, but like the curly one that you put the, the, the curling rods in, that is the opposite of what a relaxer is. So essentially you put it on your hair, you let it sit. It's absolutely disgusting. Lye can like, if you put like a Coke can in a vat of lye, it will eat through the Coke can in an hour. Shout out good hair, get the documentary because that's how we learned it. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. It's it's pretty damaging. You can get skin burns. It's, it smells disgusting. It smells like bleach on the steroids. Mm-hmm. And it feels like bleach. If anyone's ever bleached their hair, and you know that tingling feeling, it kind of burns a little bit when you're getting it done. Relaxers like that times 50 on your scalp. So And you have to sit with it on for hours. I mean, you have to sit with like... So relaxer, it depends on your hair, but like I could get like 20 minutes, but some oh. people will leave it on for an hour. Don't they, do they have to activate it with heat after? No, 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 you don't. You just sit there like your head will heat your actual head heats up. So it kind of activates it even more. And it's very bad for your hair. You guys like it can literally if you have, for example, color on your hair and then you put relaxer on, it will fucking fry your hair off. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just be honest here. That is creamy crack. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. I've done it many times. (laughs) What was the impact of the introduction of accessible salon quality hot tools? I know like when I got my first um, curling iron that didn't have a, like, you know, the piece oh, the like, clip. that didn't the have clamp. the clamp and I figured out how to do it at, without the glove after burning my hands by <laughs> time. That was something that I loved because my hair wasn't, it was big and had some curl, but I would use that hot tool to kind of give a little bit more definition to my curls. Yeah. And that was like so fire. I know also all of us have a ton of hair mm-hmm. and using uh, Shark's new hair dryer. Oh my God, so fire because when you have so much hair, you need a powerful unit. Listen, <laughs> a unit. Yeah, a unit. Like, that yeah. is, and it's so strong. Like for real, guys, it's fucking fire. And the actual, like when I put it on the blast of the hot one, I had to turn it off. I was like, oh, it's yeah. too hot. I know. No, I was going to say this is the first hair dryer that's actually gotten so hot. Which you love, which yeah. you need. And, it's actually, guys, for everybody who wants to know, it's called Shark Hyper Air. What I loved about it, too, is that it comes with the attachment so that when I want to blow dry my hair straight, 
it has that kind of, I don't know what it's the, called, the nozzle. The nozzle that's like the tight, yeah. that's like a duck bill. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And then you use the diffuser, right? Oh my God, that diffuser is, first of all, huge. Like, yeah. I can fit the whole half of my hair oh, amazing. in one side of that diffuser. That's never happened in my life. I have, a, I, I'm still dying over it. It was sick. I and I feel like I did finish my hair. Like, I never diffused my hair to fully dry because ain't nobody got time. Mm-hmm. But I got it to 90% dry and probably under 20 minutes, Whoa. which is wild, unheard yeah. of. Yeah. And one of the things I like to do is I, I would let my hair kind of like air dry yeah. naturally. And then I'll go in. But sometimes air, my hair is like a, the most absorbent sponge. Mm-hmm. It holds on to water like it doesn't want to give it up. So I could leave it. I have to leave it out like all day for it to kind of dry on its own. But using this without that duckbill nozzle oh, just like- and just kind of rough drying it and then going in, it yeah. was it was so fast. Mm. We love it. Time saver and the heat feels hot, but it's not as damaging as yeah. going in with the straightener. Fucking straightener. Did you, did you guys used to straighten your hair with a, a like clothing iron? Yes. Yeah. Before there was like oh straighteners on the market. No. My chunky straightener like oh, yeah, would yeah. be oh, so oh, excited. Yeah. The first ceramic one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. oh god. And it didn't even work that well. No, no it, it shit. Do you guys feel like there's like a correct or polite way to ask somebody about protective styles? Like if they have braids or twists. But like what do you want to ask? Like yeah. I, I just wonder why people are so curious. I get it. People are curious. People ask me the most ridiculous questions. I guess because I'm like really open on social media, so then people feel like they can just dig deeper, which is I was gonna short. say I'm like you all should see oh Katrina's DMs. <laughs> Just in a day. All in a day's work. <laughs> All in a day's work. We're like, you are part-time <laughs> therapist. Which is fun. And I'm, I'm yes. open to it because I'm open and I'm into it. And I love having conversations with you guys. But it's just the, like, I, I mean, I'll put this question back to you. Like, and you can ask it because I'm sure you've been mm. asked it. But why do people need to, like, why do people need to have, have, have these questions answered? Honestly, because... I think they don't even think about it. Like they need to be, people need to be spoon fed shit that if you just thought about it for one second, you would have the answer. Like, and I have been asked the most ridiculous hair questions. Like someone once, cause my hair is curly was like, so how do you wash it? I'm like the same Water? way you do. And they're like, but does it like stay like that? Like that size? I'm like, does your hair stay that size when it gets wet? <laughs> like, and I'm not as gracious about it as most mm-hmm. people are, to be quite frank. I'm well, the more you get asked those questions, I feel like it's just you get annoyed irritated. with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's super Naturally. annoyed. So in answer to my own question, no, there's no polite way. Don't fucking ask people about their <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. just don't. Who cares? If 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 I show up tomorrow with hair down to my ass and then the next day it is in a bob, don't ask me how it came like that. It's just like that. It's fine. Don't be like, is that your hair? Yeah, just say your hair looks beautiful. Exactly. (laughs) Why can't you just say your hair looks nice? Your hair looks nice. I don't care if you bought it or it's it's sprouted out of your hair, out of your head. Just your hair looks nice. It's fine. Move on. Amen, sister. When did you learn to take care of your hair? How old were you? Maybe not even take care of it. Like take care of it is a good question. But also like when you started to be like, oh, I like my hair. Yeah. You know, like whatever I'm doing is working. Yeah, Mm. I feel like the first exposure to that would be like picture day in (laughs) elementary school. You know, you're like, I have to do my hair and like a little lip gloss and get it going. Lip gloss. So I feel like that was the exposure. And then 
almost as I got older, I was like, okay, I want to upkeep this look more, mm. you know? Yeah. I did not learn how to like properly take care of, there's two phases. I think my, after I stopped having my hair braided, my mom would take me to the salon like every couple weeks to get it blown out and stuff because I couldn't do it by myself. Mm. Then eventually I learned how to straighten my own hair, but even then I still would go, I would go every two weeks because mm-hmm. it's too much. Then when I went natural, that took me like, honestly, it took years for me to figure out how to do my hair the way I want it to. Um, so I think I really started to love my curls. I probably say four or five, maybe like six years ago when my hair was longer and I'd finally gotten like a good curly cut. I'd stopped fighting with it. I found products that work. And now it's the stuff of legend. How did you get there? Like, was it talking to curly hair experts oh. or Googling? Like, 5,100 million hours of YouTube. I was deep in the thick of, thicks of throws of natural hair YouTube. And I tried it all. I've done twist outs. I've done braid outs. I've tried everything you could imagine. And then it's just like trial and error. And it was years of trial and error. There's, I'm going to link my blog posts on Coco and Co yes. about doing curly hair. If anyone has curly hair and wants to know, cause I've, I've got every answer you could possibly need. <laughs> I think I was probably in high school when I figured out like heat helped, mm. you know, and like heat and strength. And then I <laughs> was probably 30 when I figured out I would just rather get a blowout once a week by <laughs> a strong person with heat <laughs> who could uh, blow it out. So most of the time I don't do my own hair. Most of the time I go to um, shout out to blow blow dry bar and they do. I do once once a week blowout. Otherwise, you know, I, I can do it in, in a pinch. I just it just takes just a long time not. and it makes me tired. It literally is work. Like yes. we always joke about what the days that we have to wash, not only wash yeah. blow dry no. and set. We, we, we split and Pilar and I have kind of similar, like lots of hair, thick, thick yeah. hair. And we talk about splitting it up. So like mm-hmm. in the night you'll wash your hair and like maybe put it in like pigtails and go to sleep. If you want the next day to kind of have like a wavy mm-hmm, kind of yeah. vibe and not have to do it, or you wash it the night before and then in the morning blow dry and, and get it done because it's doing it all together is no, like a four hour a odyssey job. and like you said literally our hair stays wet for yeah. hours. hours like the mm. whole i could shower in the morning at 6 p.m i'm oh, yeah. i'm grasping it it's still so wet. wet and and the worst thing is though before i found like the place where i would go to get my blowout anytime i walked in the face of the blow person who's gonna blow dry they're like oh my god you have so much hair you're like thanks captain obvious i promise it's easy i promise it's easy to do and i start making i start apologizing and it's just like wow isn't that some ridiculous shit though you start apologizing for someone you're about to pay for for. like the ethnic Uh -uh. hair tax ew ladies when first dating men who haven't grown up around black women do you have a bonnet conversation fuck no i wear a bonnet like every, you just every live your single, life you're not like I, that's Star. exactly right i like i wear a bonnet every single night i wear a bonnet when i barbecue <laughs> i wear a bonnet when i get my makeup done but i have to because that's the reason that my hair looks as good and it lasts it's just so for anyone curly listening guys that's the secret wear a bonnet and i had one person tell me one time this will never let this one go i, I had put on my instagram uh, this new bonnet that i had found that I loved and I was hit, saying like, hey, curly friends, whatever, get this bonnet. And this person was like, you know, Cleo, <laughs> there's a reason that like basically you're single and it's because you wear a fucking bonnet at night. 
uh, because no man Pardon? finds that sexy and oh they don't God. want to sleep next to someone with a bonnet. <laughs> I don't know. What? It's actually beyond. No. Like, I don't even have words. Dead ass. No. Like, and it was a full conversation. And me being me, I was like, I'm going to be frank with you. I've never met a man who is concerned about sleeping next to me in my bonnet. Not once, not ever. I don't, I don't explain it. I put my bonnet on. You're going to see it. It's fine. Are you sleeping next to me and getting it in? I think you are. You're not worried about it, my guy. So I don't give a shit. I wear my bonnet. <laughs> I don't. I, and, and it's also because I grew up not knowing about it. I've explored it more now and actually even with Harlow and I don't and Harlow does have a lot softer hair than even me and less hair. But when she gets a blowout, she has one and she'll sleep with it because she sleeps like a A full thrasher like I do (laughs) Um, and and she'll use it. But it's something that's something super new that I didn't know about growing up. And, you know, we we will have a full podcast on growing up mixed. (laughs) We've been wanting to do this episode. Um, because there's there's interesting ins and outs that happen having parents from different cultures and being the result of that, but uh, not good or bad, just interesting and different. So it's just, it wasn't part of my upbringing and also not just because my mom is white, but also because my mom um, is a, I, I guess I would think more on the studious side mm-hmm. than having any, like she's a, she was more of a hippie, like book nerd ha- does not care about like beauty things though she's beautiful she doesn't care about you know beauty standards or regimens so i don't know how much that actually has mm. to do with color rather than than who know. she is like yeah. her like free hippie ways right exactly so yeah it's not something that i've ever had a conversation about but i do know being with different races of guys the different like kind of reaction to mm. my hair when it is in different ways yes right like, like no. I like your hair better. I didn't, didn't ask I, you. I say no one asked you. <laughs> Literally, no one asked on you. On that same breath, for our gentlemen listening, what advice can we give to them to just make a woman feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. Like, you're I beautiful mean, just the way you are yeah. in whatever exactly. way you come. It's not asking the questions of like, do you have to wear that tonight? Imagine. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> As a matter of fact. If you want to look at me beautiful tomorrow, then yes, yes, I do. And also close your eyes. And also you fart when you sleep. So yeah. that's yeah. enough. Out of and you. also fuck off. It's not your time to speak. <laughs> this is actually like hilarious, though, because I feel like my everyone's response to my straight hair is like vehement. No, everyone's like, no, fuck no. Everyone's like, Cleo, mm-hmm. hate it. I hate it. But I'm OK with it because it's not as good. The curly hair is better. Um, OK, tell us your best kept hair secret, guys. I feel like everyone has one. I love oiling my hair which is a new thing that I've learned two different ways. I guess this isn't oiling, but I love to put like a, a leave in. Mm-hmm. So we use thick before. Yeah. I love thick. I'm almost out of it. Shout out to thick. So it's kind of like a leave in that you put in. I would, I can keep that in for two days. Um, and then oil tycoon. I love to use mm-hmm. that oil. If you go back and listen to our podcast with Jyoti Mathuru, she'll explain what um, the Indian hair oiling technique and I just find that it makes my hair super shiny, more manageable. It helps it grow. So I'm obsessed with those two things. And then also when I need to do a slick bun, yeah. there's nothing better than having having a leave-in product in there. Oh, juice is also really good too. Yes, juice's leave-in mask is great for keeping it in a slick back. We know the good hair stuff, guys. It's true. For me, it's a good shampoo. So I feel like the ways detox shampoo is makes your scalp squeaky like oh, yeah. that is so satisfying what brand is it? way 
Oh, way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's really, really good for buildup. Yeah. Especially if you are oiling really? too, to get that, that buildup of product on your head. You need to add I might need that to, try to your this spring one. saving Sephora cart. Yeah. I was like, yeah. we still have time. Yes. <laughs> it's like, so good shampoo, obviously quality conditioner. Then for me, I blow dry my bangs always. And then I'll like straighten the rest of my hair. So lately been using Shark's Hyper Air hair dryer Mm -hmm. and honestly the heat and like you said the strength like Mm -hmm. i have my brush and i go off (laughs) you gotta pull hard pull hard pull hard you have that power of the heat and it actually keeps your bangs intact Mm -hmm. for what three four days oh i love that i mean i've got a few i think my best kept secret is um when my hair is super dirty i use like a wand i use heat at the front of my hair to like touch up the curls because it's just it just gets to a certain point. Everyone's like, oh, my God, your curls. I'm like, it's fake. This I cheated on this one. Um, and then actually setting my hair the first time. So like when I wear it curly, I have to go. If I skip the steps of setting it properly, it's just not going to last. And then my bonnet. Mm-hmm. That's it. Those are my secrets. The trifecta. It is true. And finally, how did you learn to love your hair or are you still learning? I feel like I'll go through phases of loving elements of my hair. So like the fact that it can hold a curl, the fact that I don't have to wash it every single day, you know, Hmm. Um, I think if anything, the things that bother me about my hair, the fact that like the work that it takes Hmm. to get it looking presentable the way that I want it to look. And then obviously you know the baby hair is at the front but i'm embracing that now and cleo's gonna teach me how to do my edges so baby we're gonna get there (laughs) i love the shit out of my hair (laughs) yeah but i i i only learned to love it when i stopped trying to force it to do something that like i thought was the right way um so the second i just let it do what it does was when i really started to love it and now everyone knows, like, I don't like when my hair is too curly. It's first day. I'm like, oh, it's too perfect. I like it fluffy and big and wild. What about you, Trains? Oh, well, yeah. I, now I do. Yeah. Now that I've figured it out. I mean, my only struggle is since I was 21, I had started to develop gray hair. So that's the annoying thing. Because when you have black hair, <laughs> they're like, you know, and we're never going blonde again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so it's just... Yeah, that's one thing I, I hate that I have to dye it, but luckily I have a lot of it, so it, that's not getting damaged, and it's just at the roots. But I do, I, I do love my hair, and having, having I guess to do that journey to figure it out makes you appreciate it a little bit more. Um, and going through it and just being like, this is what I have, and it's great. Do you think yeah. you like would ever let your hair go gray, like or leave? No, no. never. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that girl, and or woman. I'm. It's just not my vibe. I, I think it looks great on some mm. people. But I know instantly for me, it would just make me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Look, and I'm not, there's nothing wrong with being older. I just know that it's just would, not your vibe. It's yeah. just not it's my a style. No, I like, get it's it. not as if you're like, and it's patchy. It's not everywhere. Yeah, so it's not like it's like, not consistently yeah. like yeah. white. Yeah, as where you could be like, oh, that's kind of like a cool yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on this episode. You know where to find us at Coco and Co. By now, if you don't know, it's C O W E. Welcome to our podcast. It's Coco and Co. with an E. <laughs> don't forget to rate comment, subscribe, all the things everywhere so that we can keep bringing you these amazing episodes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Bye, Thank Mike. Thank you.